This podcast is brought to you by Voice and Vision, bringing help, hope, and healing to individuals, families, and communities affected by mental illness, addictions, and disabilities in southeastern Pennsylvania. Financial support for this podcast is provided by a Veterans Trust Fund grant from the Pennsylvania Department of Military and Veterans Affairs. Welcome to Untold Valor, a podcast with a unique focus on veterans, featuring stories of courage, recovery, perseverance, and strength. Listen to hear veterans share their perspectives on what it's like to battle mental health challenges, combat addictions, and overcome other adversities unique to those who have served. Welcome back to another episode of Untold Valor. I'm Walter Storholt, filling in once again for Mark Killian. He'll be back on the next episode. We've been in the midst of a great conversation with Chaplain Justin Cohen. Uh, Part one of our conversation was in the previous episode where we talked a little bit about Chaplain Cohen's story, how he came to faith, how he resisted it at first, and then eventually came to it in his career in the Navy. We started to dive a little bit into the conversation about the resources that he helps, his mission and goal to help veterans find purpose in their lives, uh, to help improve their lives, advance their lives in many ways, and also on the more serious subject of suicide and the big problem that that faces to our country and to many people who are in the military or getting out of the military. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into that conversation, so let's hop back in as we start part number two of our conversation with myself, Reverend Ben, and Chaplain Justin Cohen. You've had a lot of one-on-one exposure with uh, folks going through troubles in their lives, as well as this sort of, I don't know if uh, 30,000-foot view is the uh, way to describe it in your role now, but that sort of seems like you have this more leadership role and leadership view of kind of what's happening in all these different organizations. What do you find? It's one thing to say, okay, I I may lack some purpose or vision. I've experienced this loss or this trauma and there's an empty part of me now, and that's leading to maybe the suicidal ideation and some of these other issues. So then it's easy to say, okay, well, that's the problem. Let's go fix it. But the person going through it has to put in the work. Uh, Those trying to guide the person have to put into the work. Is there a way that you can describe how that work looks like or how you help people get back to a place where they can discover that purpose and that vision? I always default back to relationships. There has to be a network of support. Uh, It just can't be the chaplain, just can't be the family, just can't be the VA, just can't be the church or mosque or synagogue or, you know, like, the spiritual resources, it has to be a combination thereof because individuals, people are multifaceted. We're just not a veteran. We're also a veteran who's a son, who's a daughter, who's a mother, who's an aunt, uncle, who's a deacon, who's a church member, who's a community member. It takes multiple individuals to make up a network of support for that individual. How about uh, communication? How important is that role in helping people uh, recover or preventing uh, suicide? Is is that really kind of at the crux of, of those personal relationships? Yes, you have to encourage the individual to discover their network, which probably exists. It's just they may not be cognizant of it at the time. You point them towards a faith-based institution, point them back to their family, the positive people in their family, because sometimes the family's the problem. So you point them back to those individuals in their family that can be. So you take the person through a discovery process to help them identify who their particular network is. And sometimes 
I have had to go the extra step of meeting those other individuals in that person's network and helping facilitate that relationship. Say, okay, you know, Uncle Joe, Brother Jim, Sister Sally, you know, Brother X here is going through a problem and he needs your support. I think connecting those dots and making sure that the right people are talking to one another, um, what a key to to this whole process. And I know that's extremely helpful. Reverend Brand, I want to make sure I open up the floor enough for you to get in here, because as we're talking about this kind of collision of of faith and and service in the military and then going through trauma and, and recovering from that and, and some of these additional issues like suicide prevention, I mean, this is something that you know well uh, from your role as a reverend also, and I'm sure you've got a few questions on your mind for uh, Chaplain Cohen. First of all, Chaplain Cohen, I'd like to thank you for your input. And we're basically, um, we're on the same boat. And I was in the Navy too, but not just because of that. But as far as your understanding of uh, what it takes for us communication and um, being able to point people toward correct resources. But the question I would like to ask you, do you do an extensive assessment process? And if so, what does that entail? What does that look like? No, sir. I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. And one of the one of the one of the problems with most clergy is that we really do think we're Superman and that we can solve all of uh, everyone's problems. If I cannot set someone in the correct direction within about two or three counseling sessions, I'm in way over my head and it's time to refer to somebody who's a professional. I know what my lane is. Uh, my lane is chaplaincy and pastoral care. And for something above that, I need to get other people involved. So I'm heavy on referrals. So I guess it would be fair to say um, a person, a veteran that comes to you, I heard you say you point them toward resources, but the resource would not only be spiritual resources and family, but also professional, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer in professional assistance, psychology, psychiatry, medical attention is extremely vital. Thank you. I concur. I don't know. I'm just reflecting on your story of uh, of, of the young man who just uh, needed a little bit of hygiene help. And, and, and you know, seeing the girl in, uh, in youth group was the motivation to kind of get correct, right? And so for some people, you're right. There's this, it's, okay, I need to fix this personal relationship in my family. Others, maybe it's a, just a crisis of faith at its core. Uh, for other people, it may be something as simple as a, as a physical ailment. Um, so many different ways that we can be negatively impacted in life. Uh, but then that's kind of an opportunity, isn't it? So many different solutions potentially to somebody's problem if they're going through a tough time in their life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, problems and pain are a good thing. When I experience pain in my body, it's an indication that something is not functioning in accordance with the way the creator designed it to operate. So pain is not to be medicated or just put a Band-Aid over. Pain is an indication that something is not functioning properly. So it's time to address what's not functioning properly, not just the symptom. 
Very helpful. I I know we focused a lot on the uh, on, on really kind of the the crisis moment that somebody might be going through. Perhaps a little more on that recovery side, or or, or at the at the moment of suicidal ideation. But uh, just kind of looking through your website, reading your bio, it sounds like one of the the main things that you like to do is help people look for jobs and 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 work on personality and skills and resume preparation, interview preparation, those kinds of things. I mean, that's that's way up the scale of prevention. I would imagine. You're helping people discover purpose right out of the gate. Can you take us through a little bit of what your work looks like? How does the collision of faith and basically working as a career counselor for many people uh, kind of uh, play into the equation here? Sure. Yeah, it all comes back to purpose and helping people discover their purpose. When we discover what our purpose is, we will choose the career path, which is most conducive to that. For example, if I wanted to discover the purpose of the toaster. If I've never seen a toaster ever before in my life and didn't know what a toaster did or what a toaster was for, I wouldn't ask the toaster if the toaster was a, was an adamant object as opposed to an inanimate object. I would not ask the toaster. The manufacturer of the toaster wrote a manual to tell me what the toaster is for how it is supposed to operate, how to safely operate it, what to do and what not to do. So when you want to discover the purpose of a thing, you don't ask the thing because the purpose of the creation is in the mind of the creator. So in order to discover my purpose, I have to seek the one who created me. And one of the ways that I do that is through understanding myself through such things as psychometrics. And I believe that God created everybody for a specific reason and a specific purpose. And there's a reason why you like what you like, don't like what you don't like, are inclined to do things a certain way as opposed to another way. There's reasons for all of that. So I take a person through that discovery process so that they can discover how God created them by these tools that we have through the gift of of psychometrics. Then, once we understand ourselves, then we can say, I want to choose this particular career path. If I choose that career path, that means that my educational choices must be within this particular parameter. Once we get the education part uh, in place, then it's time for you know, job skills and interview skills, resume preparation, all that sort of thing. Chaplain Cohen, I'd like to ask you a question. You, you deal with a lot of uh, people who are dealing with suicide issues? There is a cross-section that do. The vast majority of the individuals that I deal with do not. Okay. The ones that you come across who are agnostics, how do you deal with them? That's an awesome question. Fortunately, God has just gifted me with the ability to give illustrations that point out principles without having to get churchy or using spiritual language. So I try to just communicate in a very relational, down-to-earth, object-lesson type of manner with individuals. Not my job to argue theology with folks, not my job to try to convince somebody of something that they're not inclined to believe. However, once I get 
in the process of talking about creation, creator, purpose, things having a purpose, just like the illustration, who created the toaster? Why did they create the toaster? You know, it's kind of foolish to look at something which has been created and think that there was no creator. I don't have to point that out. That almost becomes self-evident through a, a normal conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Do you find yourself running into specific challenges that veterans face, Chaplain Cohen, that the broader society might not be aware of or might not have to go through? Uh, I would say post-traumatic stress disorder is a number one on the list. And of course, that takes many different forms. And each individual case is, in fact, individual. We can categorize them uh, with some generalities, you know, survivor's guilt, things of that nature. But PTSD is definitely the one which uh, uh, applies to most. What is it specifically about PTSD that sort of is it kind of robbing this purpose? Is that really standing in the way of people finding a job, finding a purpose when they get back home and try and, and kind of reenter society? Well, PTSD affects everybody differently. It may affect one individual to where they are, let's say, so hyper vigilant around their home or whatever their context is that it actually does uh, impair their ability to function, quote unquote, normally throughout the course of the day and is impacting their relationships. And of course, everything is on a scale. We can go to the extreme or we can go to where it only impacts them uh, minimally. That's helpful. Wondering if you can share with us as well, maybe a story. Please, obviously, protect uh, protect the person's identity. But do you have a story for us of somebody who uh, maybe was dealing with PTSD or some other issue, maybe had suicidal ideation, or perhaps it was just trouble getting a job, kind of like the young man that you ended up not having to go through the tough part of helping <laughs> helping out when, when you were younger, uh, but maybe something more recent where you've helped a veteran kind of discover that purpose. What's that? I think putting uh, maybe a, a face, if you will, or putting a story to this conversation would help others see themselves in that position. Sure. Particular individual, young man, came back from Afghanistan. He had lost the lower portion of his left leg below his knee prior to enlisting. Very athletic individual, had almost hopes or aspirations at one point in time of being a professional athlete. So having been in combat and having been wounded uh, physically, uh, which is a lot different than most of the injuries that individuals face, most Injuries, believe it or not, are internal as opposed to external. Uh, but this particular individual, his injury was both. It was both external and internal. Uh, and it really did affect his sense of purpose. He did not foresee himself being able to be the person whom he saw himself as. His career was cut short in the military. And then he had anticipated returning to some form of athletic activity in sports. Uh, in particular, it was, it was basketball. Uh, he wanted to go overseas to play basketball after his enlistment. Because uh, believe it or not, there's a big market for American basketball players overseas. So for him, it was taking him through a process 
of emotional healing and through the process vocationally of how could he still be involved in the sports arena and the athletic arena, even though he himself could not be the competitor or the participant. So we took him on a journey and he did discover that he would make a good coach. That's one example. A great example. And, uh, and, and there you go. Purpose rediscovered and even gets to stay uh, in the same world that he'd kind of been uh, envisioning and training. Yeah, that's amazing. In, in that field, yes. Not only do veterans listen to this show and not only can veterans help veterans, although we know that is at the core of uh, of this program, honestly, um, and a lot of the work that Voice and Vision does. But I'd also like to hear, because we're talking about this collision of faith and your experience in both churches and then also in the military and, and working in so many different capacities in this world, how can individuals like somebody just like me, um, a civilian, or even broaden it out to organizations? How can churches or other faith-based organizations better support veterans and their families in these specific journeys of finding that purpose, of helping prevent suicide, helping them recover from these physical and also emotional injuries? I would say get connected with a veterans service organization. If you yourself do not have a military background, you can become an auxiliary member or an associate member or a social member. Each one, each group has its own terminology with your local VFW post, AMVETS, DAV, American Legion, whatever the case may be. And then, of course, the Veterans Administration is always looking for volunteers. You can call the VA hospital, uh, whether it be in Coatesville or Wilmington or Philadelphia, they're always looking for volunteers. But my default answer is always referring people to a VFW, DAV, or American Legion post, some sort of veterans service organization. And, and lean into those personal relationships. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. Any final uh, thoughts that you would have, uh, Chaplain Cohen, for us on the show today? I guess I asked for resources for uh, you know those of us who want to help, but what about a veteran who hears today's message and and wants some assistance in finding that purpose, whether it be you know on on the the front end of things of finding a job and and how do I reenter society and those kinds of questions uh, versus yeah I'm I'm really having trouble in life right now and and need help in that form. Absolutely. Well, the the quickest and easiest way would be. I would ask you to reach out to me. Then I could direct that individual to uh, an appropriate resource if I am not able to help them personally. Uh, my website is www.chaplaincohen.us. Chaplain is spelled C-H-A-P-L-A-I-N-C-O-H-E-N.us. And my phone number is 610-931-7182. And if I do not have the resource or I do not have the answer, I will find it for you. Excellent. Sometimes that's all we need is someone to point us in the right direction. And we'll put that contact information in the description of today's show so we can uh, make sure that everybody can find that very easily. Reverend Ben, any uh, parting thoughts from you today? Yes. Uh, Captain Cohen, thank you for your time and your input. But I would like to ask you, um, um, the service that you offer is something that is well that's needed among veterans. Is there are there other um, chaplains at other locations? Because this this podcast is nationwide, 
And there are veterans from other areas that may need the same services that you offer. And you're only one person. So what would you tell that veteran? I do have a network of chaplains throughout the country, both in VFW, Legion, and DAV, to which I can refer that individual. Some things can be done online or virtually. Some things are are better left done in person. And for that, I can refer them uh, to a chaplain or a VSO that I know can handle that particular situation uh, throughout the country. Thank you. Thank you. Because I wanted the veteran listening in to know that the resources are available. And, um, you know, it's up to us as veterans, as people are suffering with PTSD and all kinds of mental health disorders to ask for the help. And we're here to let you know today that the help is available. So all you have to do is reach out. Chaplain Cohen leaves his information and um, take advantage of it to the veteran that's suffering right now because we don't have to suffer anymore because help is here. Thank you so much, Chaplain Cohen. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you both for your insight and uh, great information today. Again, not only will we have contact information for Chaplain Cohen in the description, in the show notes section of today's program and and uh, easily for you to uh, find there, but all sorts of other great resources we've linked to and we've provided for you. So you're going to find a wealth of information there that'll be very helpful um, if you need help. And don't be afraid to ask for it and to lean on those who are there and willing to assist, willing to point you in the right direction and come alongside you. Uh, Chaplain Cohen, one more time, thank you so much for joining us on the, the the episode today and for having this great conversation with us. My pleasure. Thanks for the work that you do and for your service. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you and talk to you next time right back here on Untold Valor. You've been listening to Untold Valor by Voice and Vision. We hope you found the information and resources discussed today helpful. As always, thank you for listening and for your support. Remember to stay connected with us through our various social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Don't forget to visit the website, voiceandvisioninc.org. That's voiceandvisioninc.org, where you can sign up for our blog and find free resources and information on upcoming events, webinars, workshops, and get support. You can also access our free help and hope guide for individuals and families struggling with substance use and addiction. If someone you know is struggling, please reach out for help because you and your life matter. Remember, the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is available to you at any time by dialing 988. We are all ambassadors of hope and recovery. And if you want to share your story, please contact us. Compure Corps is also looking for veteran mentor volunteers and veteran participants. To find out more information about Compure Corps, please call 610-541-0790. That's 610-541-0790. You can find all the links and contact information for the resources mentioned on today's episode by checking the description and the show notes section of your app. Thank you again for tuning in and for your support. Until next time, this has been Untold Valor.